Greetings, greetings. This is Coach Charlene from When the Moment Chooses You. I'd like to invite you to this episode that I'm doing for Women's History Month. And I tell you what, um, when you think about all of the challenges that women have faced um, throughout history, you see how dynamic, how powerful, and how amazing that we are. And it is totally okay for you to celebrate all of the greatness that you possess on the inside of you. So I want you to just lock in. I'm going to interview a few change agents and trailblazers that would love to share their story. So all I want to say is that you are so valuable. You are enough. You have what it takes to walk in your authority and your power and to bless everybody with the giftings that you have on the inside of you. So I encourage every woman to find their voice and then begin to release it to their particular audience. Okay, happy Women's History Month, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Greetings, greetings, and welcome to When the Moment Chooses You. I am your host, Coach Charlene, and I am super excited to have the queen in the house, Miss Shea. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Coach Charlene. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you, especially because um, I plan on airing this next month for Women's History month and I've watched you over the years and you have been an amazing beacon of, beacon of light. And so just to set a little bit of context, I started this podcast about, um, I'm going to be in my two years in July, but I started it because I was really challenged when um, we witnessed the murder of George Floyd. And so that moment is when I actually found my voice and I began to speak up yeah. Um, about the different things that I was seeing that was systemic racism, et cetera. And so I found my voice and then people start being drawn toward me. And so I was like, you know what, I'll never be silent again because I witnessed over so many years of the different discrimination and things like that, but I never said anything. Yeah. But um, I got the boldness and the um, tenacity yeah. to share my voice and really bring transformation. So that's yeah. kind of why I started the podcast because I really believe that there's moments that God calls us to disrupt or to change or transform yeah. things. And so that is what I want to know from you because you have an amazing <laughs> journey and I wanted the audience to know who you are and to um, see all of the wonderful things that you're doing. So let's start out with you telling us who you are, and then let's get into some of those moments that God called you into. So I'm Shea Chisinga, and I am, my trademark is the Woman Christian CEO, and I am been in business now for 14 years, uh, 10 years full-time, serving women entrepreneurs, um, helping them to... Um, build the, and I say God-given business that really creates impact, that serves their people, but also that it's profitable, that it creates financial freedom and that will lead to creating wealth um, in their business. And so I believe that's my mission in this season, in this calling to empower women to really um, align themselves to what God has called and given them to do. Yeah, that's really powerful, especially because, you know, we tend to know women as, you know, not really stepping into their power yes. and they're always doing for everybody else that they forget about themselves. Yeah. So that's so powerful that you're doing that. Yeah. So I know, Shaya, you probably weren't always there. Tell me a little bit about your transition about, um, because I know you used to be employed, correct? Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tell us that story. So I, um, of course, um, I didn't become a full-time entrepreneur until I turned 40. Uh, one. So I, I really want to share this journey. So I am a PK kid. So what that means, I grew up at pastor's kid, grew up in the church my entire life. So that is the community that we I'm immersed in. And I and it's nothing negative, but it's also I've learned that if 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 I'm not if I didn't have the courageousness or God had given me that courageous spirit to move forward, I would have never pursued this um, entrepreneurship. It's not looked as as a calling. It's not looked at as if it is something that God can use us through and minister to other people through this platform. And so my journey was um, growing up in church and um, just learning that I felt like there was something more. I'm like, uh, something's missing. And, you know, we would go to service, service would be high, the Lord would, and I would feel amazing, but I just felt like there was something more that I could experience. And so it started when I left, I'm home, I'm from a small town, Benton Harbor, Michigan, and grew up in a beautiful family. But at 28 years old, I got on a Greyhound bus and I came to, from Michigan to California. And so Greyhound bus, that's just a whole story by itself, but it was something that I knew I needed to do. Moving forward, working in uh, the in, uh, call center, that's where I worked, um, learning different things about that. I kind of grew in that arena. I still feel like something was missing until one day I went to a service and there was this woman um, and she was an African-American woman who was a millionaire, who was a believer. I had never saw it before. I knew it exists, but I never saw it. She had owned multiple Burger Kings. She now is part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. And um, her name is Valerie Carter, to be exact. And so when I heard her testimony, the entrepreneurship bug bit me. I said, oh, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is go start a business. Didn't have a clue what business I was going to start. So I got into, you know, multi-level marketing and learned that or whatever. But as I kept evolving and kept learning, um, learning about coaching or what have you, that that's what really resonated with me. That I found a space through coaching that not only I can build a business, but I can minister, that I could support women. And being empowered and yet not compromise my belief and my value. And yet they're able to take action and move forward. So I felt like that I was, I feel like, and I do believe in this space that I'm a trailblazer because there's not, I mean, out of thousands of people, I met her, um, but I didn't know she existed. And that let me know that this platform needs to be uh, more exposed to women that we can build businesses yet love God and serve him and be wealthy. And I just believe God gave me that. And so what really, and I'm I'm moving through the stories quickly, but I remember going to work and I was um, making $13 an hour. Exactly. But you know, that is nothing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, And what happened, they called me in the office and they said, oh, you know what? We want to give you a raise. And they said, we're going to give you three cents. Now imagine 41. When when you turn 40, some clicks or whatever. And I'm like, three cents? 
and they, and I chuckled and I realized they were very serious. I gave them my two weeks notice. That was, that was it for me. I'm like, no. And the words that I said to myself, I'm gifted. I am talented. I am educated. God has put too much in me and my value is well worth more than $13.03 an hour. So I took a chance and that was 10 years, a little bit over 10 years ago. And here I am um, building my business full time. (laughs) That is so powerful and amazing. And I know that has been an amazing journey of growth and learning um, big time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, um, I have a question for you. What do you think um, causes people to stay stuck like you? Something in you moved you to say, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. Any thoughts on that? Yes. So I think that is part one is our environment. Um, Our uh, courage is not and I use the word courage a lot. We don't it's not cultivated. It's not developed. And we second guess ourselves a lot and we um, don't believe in what God has put in us because it's it's not supported or what have you. And so we end up staying stuck. And mo- a lot of times though, Coach Charlene and uh, Charlene, people don't know they're stuck. They don't know that there is more for them, even though they feel, may feel this tug or feel something that's pulling them. They think, oh, that's, 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 you know, I'm getting off focus or I'm lo- I'm being distracted. When really it is um, God tugging them, like I have more for you. There's so much more that you can experience that I have for you that I desire for you to do. And so that's one of the reasons. The second reason people stay stuck is they um, really operate in fear. They fear about what's not going to work, what's going to happen. It's not, uh, you know, all the fear base. And my antidote to that is that you can be fearful because it is a scary journey. But if God said it, then that's that's the that that settles that part. Because if he yeah. said this is what I want you to do, then he is going to provide and make provision for you to get to the end result that he has for you. Um, another reason that people stay uh stay stuck, they love comfortability. They love to be comfortable. Um, it is comfortable for them for where they are. It is predictable. Um, they can count to one, two, three, four. I know where I'm getting, I'm getting my check. I I really do understand that. I really do. But when you really realize that, that God had, he can do well more and above, but it's learning to trust him. And it's a process. I'm not telling you I've all arrived, but it is a process getting there. So I think those are some of the reasons why people find themselves stuck in that place. Yeah, I was wondering because, you know, when you do step into, lean into what you did, which is really something that's bringing you joy and meaning. I mean, you love it. You can tell that you have so much passion around it and you've touched so many different people's lives. And so I'm wondering, like, what type of barriers did you face as you were transitioning into this wonderful woman? Of, I mean, CEO woman, Christian woman. Of God. Yeah, the, the barriers that I had, I really struggled with the fear of being rejected. It was some major fear. Um, rejection. I wouldn't say I wasn't supported because my community did support me and I'm grateful for that. Um, um, but the rejection was played a huge barrier. So I showed up in business, but I wouldn't charge my value. That's because I didn't want to be rejected. Um, 
Another barrier that I would have is the belief, a deep-rooted belief that I will only go so far. I remember early on in my business journey, I even said these words, if I could just make 40,000 a year, I will be fine. And I thought that 40,000, I was just doing it. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> but um, it was a limiting, um, it was a belief that is deep-rooted um, in, 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 our, in our culture, how we grow up. And so those are the barriers that I had. Um, and I'm not going to tell you that those things can still seep in now. But now we have, I have the tools to understand. I don't have to accept that. That's a lie. And I don't have to lean into that because I know what the truth is. And so those are the, some of the barriers that I had faced and um, moving forward. Another barrier is um, I did have a few people who really didn't believe that I would be here this long. I knew that they never communicated verbally, but how they um, the, their energy towards me and how they um, didn't come, you could say support or what have you. I knew that um, that it was more like I had to prove myself, but I had to let go of that too because I'm like I'm wasting energy on people who is never going to enroll in nothing I'm doing. So it was right. the point of spending my energy. So those were some of the barriers that I had. Last barrier I'll share. It's financial if I could be uh, transparent. You are, it's a, you need to pay your bills. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You need to pay your bills. <laughs> and so you are afraid, am I going to be able to meet my obligations, take care of the things I need to take care of, and yet build the business that God has given me? So those are some areas that I felt I dealt with and some barriers that I had to overcome. Yeah. Is there any um, any other women that you look up to like since this women's histories month what woman kind of does it for you well i guess i guess oh lord i guess name so many i'm, I'm going to share my mom my mom is uh she's a pastor's wife served in ministry with my father for um uh, 40 i want to say seven years and and it started very young 24 years old raising two small children and then not only that, taking on the ch her children's, her sister's children, because her sister passed away. And uh, oh, wow. the strength to, to, to move forward, to not crumble. And um, so what her, what she's been able to do, sacrifice, allows me to be here and do what I'm doing. Um, other women who are in the business world, um, I shared one, Valerie Carter is one of them, a woman of God who is uncompromised in anything she believes, but yet the woman is part owner of Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, this is amazing. Um, powerful businesswoman. Um, and this is a person who's passed on. I always think about uh, Madam C.J. Walker, mm -hmm. who over a hundred is over a hundred years ago, African-American woman who became the first million. And I want to say she was the first one that was documented. I believe there were many, Yes. But there she was documented as one of the first women to become a millionaire. Um, I could go on and on and on. Uh, Lisa yeah. is another woman who I uh, uh, I call it my distant mentor that I watch evolve and grow and build. And these women look like me. And it gives me the courage to know that I'm able to do it. I'm able to do it. If they can do it, I can do it as well. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's beautiful. I'm wondering, you know, especially when you think about, uh, let's just say women in general, yeah. if there's a woman out there and she does have a business 
in her heart that she wants to do, but she's kind of, you know, stuck in that yes. place, whether it be she has golden handcuffs or whatever it is, but she's kind of stuck. So where would you advise her to start? I would start with encouraging her to get connected to community of women who are doing what she desires to do. That's number one. I would never tell someone, go quit their job today, ever. I would never, ever do that um, because your faith has to be built and courage has to be built to, to do that transition. That's the number one thing is to get connected in community where she are seeing women doing what she's doing. The second thing is, is that you need to invest in where you want to go. That's, yes. that's the big, many people, and there's nothing wrong with it. You kind of invest in where you are so you can build what you're doing, but you want to invest where you're going so you will know how to prepare um, and move forward in the desired goal that you want to. Um, the, the last thing I would share is you really got to have a mentor or accountability of somebody, again, who's doing what you want to do. People who are doing, you're doing the same thing. That's you can support each other, encourage, but they tend to give you a, a scapegoat. Oh, girl, it's okay, it's all right. But for <laughs> for a mentor, your accountability is going to challenge you um, to take action and move forward. And but most important, if I could just say anything, get linked up with a community because they are able to support and encourage you and give you the um, courage to keep moving forward. Even when you feel like, oh, it's not working, it's not going to happen. So that's what I really encourage women to do. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, I think, um, and so let's talk about this, Shea, the community, because you have a powerful community. Yes. Why don't you tell us about your community? So I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that we've been able to build a community. One thing I've learned about business and I learned this from my coach, is that if you build community, you create longevity. And the reason why community is important, it is because you created a space where people come to be themselves. They're in a space where they are being encouraged, inspired, empowered. That's the community that we've been able to build and continue to build. Um, you are in a space where you are not judged, um, they really get your wild ideas. <laughs> we just like, you know, in this bubble by ourselves. But um, it's a community that, and we come from all different walks of life. And, and no one's the same. And we and we own different paths at different time frames. But we, God has given us something that is extraordinary that we all get with get from each other. And so being in a community like ours, it allows you to not just learn, but you cultivate friendships, um, lifelong part. We have ladies in our community, literally beyond programs. They are friends. They go to each other events. They speak at each other events. They've learned to create this coalition of support with each other. And it allows them to become not just um, accountability partners become sisters. And we on this journey together to really build that, that thriving desire that we have. And we all don't always stay. We evolve. We go to different places. We grow. But because of the community you've been able to build, you always stay connected. And that's what's the amazing part of um, our community as well. And that's why I really, really, if, if nothing else, when you're building a business, be intentional about 
building your community because that's what's going to help you grow and stay in business. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then what would you say to um to those that, um you know, just that low self-esteem, Shea, yeah. that you got to fight through those self-limiting beliefs? Like what can, kind of encouragement can you give yeah. them? Yeah, you know what? I, I really, listen, if I don't, I'm going to be transparent. Those are areas that requires the intentional and ongoing healing. So I, I share this all the time. In prayer, I'm a, I'm a woman of prayer, and I believe that I, I, I share with God, you know what, today I'm not feeling 100. I am feeling, you know, insecure about this or sharing my opportunity or what have you. And I said, Lord, just heal me from the lie. I know there's something that was spoken over me or deep-seated or an experience that I've had, and I'm asking you to heal me supernaturally from that experience. So, and I can do no do the intentional work, and I think that the um, being transparent first of all is the beginning of healing, and it's the beginning of saying, you know what, I have challenges, but I'm not going to allow it to hinder me. I'm not going to allow it to keep me from moving forward. But being transparent about um, where we are in allowing God to heal us, and again, being in community where you can share that and get the support from your sisters. And if you hit with me into of helping you to evolve and really grow in that space, um, I think there's layers that we are consistently peeling back. I always call yes. my girlfriends. I'm like, here's another layer, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's layers of things that we consistently are peeling back and overcoming and learning. We never arrive. Until he right. come and get, when, when he come and get you, you arrived. So, but yes. it's always growing. You're always evolving. There's always layers of overcoming things. And I think that if people are more transparent, show up. And I'm not saying being un, irresponsible to transparency. There is a responsibility that goes with that. But um, being honest about where you are, being in that space where you can be supported and encouraged, it allows you to overcome and continue to heal on this journey that we're on. Yeah, you know what I like about, uh, one of the things I like about your community, and I think I've heard you speak several times on this topic, in the topic of comparisons mm -hmm. and competition. No. And you know, that is, you know, we know what that yeah. does, but what I have noticed mm -hmm. is your community is much more supportive yeah. Versus competitive. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm competing to be the best version of myself. Right. So I don't have time to compete with right. nobody else. But so tell, talk to us about the comparisons. Like sometimes, especially women, you know, we yes. kind of go there. That comparison is, is, it is the devil. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> because we're looking at he or she, their journey versus our journey and um, it, allow, it, it will hinder us. If nothing else, the comparison will hinder us. And so I am so intentional about our community. There's enough room. There's enough yes. room. As a matter of fact, I have a summit, right? And there's many people who do them. There's still room. I don't have to do it like this person, that person, because I'm created to do it my way. And so yes. we don't have to compare ourselves to how she's doing it, how he's doing it. I think that so many people are even, I'm going to go back to stuck. Oh, I don't want nobody to um, steal my stuff or whatever it is. But my thing is, you don't have to worry about it because what God gave you, he gave to you and nobody is going to do it like you. 
You're going to do that's it the way right. you've been designed to do it. And, and let me just be honest. That's a journey that I've consistently have to be intentional and be on. Cause I can, I can find myself drifting off like, man, I'm, I'm not where she is. She's doing this. She's doing that. And I don't know the story. I don't know what her right. story is. I really don't know. And then I'm like, oh, I, I didn't got caught up. <laughs> 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 Let me come back, you know, to my side. But I appreciate that. Yeah. That's because we do. Yeah. All of us really do that if we really told the truth. Yeah. A little bit. And so um, I think that's what's so awesome about you because your transparency is really powerful because that really is where the power is. If you're confident enough to say, you know what? I really missed it on this right here. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, But I'm still slaying it. I'm still doing what God's telling me to do. So that's great. So why don't you tell everybody about what you do in um, your business, um, what you offer so we can... See if anybody wants to make a connection with you. Yeah, so thing, uh, I'm so excited. What we're um, doing now is that we work with women entrepreneurs, CEOs, ministry leaders, coaches to understand how to leverage the platform of speaking to really grow their business. And we do that through our uh, virtual summits and our um, programs that we offer. And so you, if you have a desire to really grow your business, not just your business, but even your career, and you want to speak more, you want to do more trainings, you want to get out and share your story, your journey, that is what we help you provide here in understanding the, and it's really a simplistic strategy on how to really leverage it and grow your company from there. I've been sharing that you know, social media is a very powerful platform and, and we need it. But I think that speaking will create a, a, a better, not a better, but a, uh, a more impact because you get to talk to your ideal clients in person or even virtual, or you get to connect with them even more when you have a strategy around speaking using the different platforms. So that is what we're providing. We have a um, summit coming up. At the end of this beautiful Women History Month, it's happening March 27th through the 29th, absolutely free. And we would love for you to come and join and get to hear all the amazing speakers. We have 20 amazing speakers. We have testimonials that you get to hear and be a part of. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And um, Shea, your community has grown quite a bit, right? Yes, yes. From when you first started. So that's pretty amazing. And I think you're actually even international, right? Yes, we have. I'm so excited. We have speakers from India, um, the UK. Um, and so it's just been amazing how God is just, um, it's blowing my mind. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I'm just moving forward and taking action and just saying yes over and over again to get to that goal. And that's what I encourage the women to do as well. Yeah, that's great. And then one more one more kind of question for you that I didn't really warn you about, but you talk about it a okay. lot. You talk about getting out of your own way. Yes. So talk to us about that because that's huge. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that most of the time it's not outside influences that hinders us, it's us. <laughs> totally. It's the way we believe, it's our thought process and what we allow to the, what we entertain a lot. And um, I think it's become more of an epidemic it's due to the access of media. Um, but in order to, you have literally, this is the honest God truth. This is today. I got here and I was like, I got a lot of recordings to do. And I, could found, I found myself feeling anxious. 
So I, then I begin to affirm myself. I am equipped. I am ready and I am prepared. And I kept saying it over and over again. I am equipped. I am prepared and I am ready because sometimes we get into, um, in that space of when we are, um, in our own ways, thinking that it has to be perfect, thinking that I can't miss anything, or it just has to be this perfect line. And truthfully, people want authenticity. You want to be prepared and to begin to let you tell yourself, I am equipped, I am prepared, and I am ready. I've done the work, I'm doing the work, and I can show up and I don't have to be like anybody else, but be myself. And so that's one of the things I, I'm intentional about in doing that. Um, and showing up because it still shows up, but then I, we have the tools now to combat it. Yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, it has truly been a pleasure and an honor yes. to have you on the show, but um, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, Cher? I would love for you to just go to our website. It's real simple. The woman Christian CEO.com. You could even register for our summit from there and be a part of that. The woman Christian CEO.com. Just click on summit and get registered for our upcoming summit. I can't wait to serve you and support you. Hope to see you there. Yeah, that sounds great. So I'll make sure that I put her links in her descriptions in case you guys want to just click right over there. So thanks again, Coach Shea. And we look forward to seeing all of the wonderful things that you're doing. And thank you for being such a powerful woman of influence that's touching so many different lives. Thank you so much, Charlena, for allowing me to be here. And I really appreciate you. I want to thank you for tuning in to another inspiring episode of When the Moment Chooses You. I'm your host, Coach Charlene, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Each journey we've shared to today is a reminder that when the moment chooses you, the possibilities are endless.